0: Welcome to English Harmony podcast, where the English fluency expert Robbie Kukures will teach you how to speak fluent English and become a more confident foreign English speaker. Hi guys, boys and girls, and welcome back to Robbie's English Harmony video blog. Today is Saturday, and I'm having my Saturday afternoon decaffeinated coffee here. No, it's actually the second cup of real coffee. Well, in this case, it's actually not a cup; it's a proper mug, right? Huge mug, for that matter. Guinness. Right, But I'm not drinking beer, I'm having my second cup of coffee. I just said cup again, right? second mug of coffee, right? But the fact of the matter is that you wouldn't be normally saying second mug of coffee, second cup of coffee, that's an expression. So I would say that I'm not really wrong in saying that this is my second cup of coffee, that's what people would normally say, that's how people would understand you best, right? Anyway, cheers! And let's start focusing on the actual matter I want to discuss in today's video but just before we get down to business let me just tell you that today I met up with a friend of mine and he's an Irish fella, right? I'm a Latvian living in Ireland, been living here for 14 years and I have an Irish friend named Will and as a matter of fact he's my good luck charm in terms of spoken English fluency. What it actually means is that whenever I meet with him I can give my fluency free reign and I I speak just like a native English speaker, right? He is the one person that brings out the best in my fluency, right? As I go about my daily business, dealing with people in the college and my students and so on, obviously I speak a lot in English with others. But this particular person, right, my former co-worker Will, for some reason or another, is is the one that I can speak with best, right? I'm so familiar with him that I just lose the any awareness of the language boundary, so to speak, right? So you may want to click on this link and the article in question is called Who's Your English Good Luck Charm? And it's all about what a good luck charm person is in terms of spoken English fluency and uh, that if you find, if you manage to find one, then you may want to hold on to them, right? Now, the actual topic for today's video is um, moving to an English-speaking country. Let me just read out the comment asking me to record a video, right? So 17 hours ago at this stage I received the comment saying would you consider making a video on the subject of immigration? I think a lot of expat, expats like myself are watching your videos and it would be really interesting. For example, pros and cons of living in a foreign country, possibility of moving back and so on, right? And then that, that I promised that person that I would record a video on the subject uh, just because it's something that I'm constantly dealing with, right? You see, I'm an expat myself, right? I live in Ireland, originally I'm from Latvia. And there's a good few Latvians living in this country as well, right? So as you can imagine, over the years I've realized uh, that there's a lot of issues faced by foreigners living in an English-speaking country and I can actually go through them with you. That being said, I've got plenty of content published on my blog as well, right? They're not videos; they're articles. Actually, a video or two as well. So I will mention them as we go along throughout this video, right? I'll just point you to those links. You, you you'll click on them, read the respective um, articles, watch the videos, so as to paint a completely clear and full picture of the whole subject matter, which is a foreigner moving to an English-speaking country, right? First of all, let me just tell you that moving to an English-speaking country is like recovering your eyesight if you've been blind for your entire life. You may want to click on this link here where I'm discussing this whole subject in very detail. Suffice it to say, it's all about you having gotten used to certain ways of using your English language, right? Traditionally you would be just reading, being exposed to English as opposed to using it actively. And then when you move to an English speaking country, it's like recovering an eyesight and not being able to actually function properly because of what happens to those people who've been blind their entire life and then they recover eyesight for some reason, obviously through surgery or something like that, they can't even function because their brain can't process what they see, right? And same goes with with a foreigner having moved to an English-speaking country. You can use the English language in a certain way, but when you have to speak with real people in real life, you just can't, so that's a big issue, right? And on a lot of occasions, you have to kind of relearn what you've already learned, right? So. What I did is I created this English Omni system which is a great product for those who want to restructure the English language in your brain so that you can actually speak with others fluently, right? And uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. When I moved to Ireland, I spent a good few years constantly reading, writing, learning grammar, building my vocabulary to no avail, I still couldn't speak, I couldn't figure out what's going on and only a few years down the line I realized that it's all down to the lack of spoken English practicing and uh, lack of natural spoken English speech patterns, right? So I went ahead, did all that job, and uh, there you go. I-, I can speak pretty much fluently at this stage, and I'm helping my foreign uh, speaking uh, counterparts all around the world to achieve the same success, right? But anyway, that's not uh, the biggest focus of today's story. The biggest focus is that when you move to the English-speaking country, right? And you discover all these fluency issues that you're facing and you're working on it. That's all nice and well but a lot of people don't do it. A lot of people just stick to their own. Basically expats sticking with each other and not making a lot of effort to improve their English. And language is the biggest thing when it comes to integration. I'm a strong believer in integration basically when you go to that English speaking country, you have to do your utmost to integrate. Obviously, integration is not going to happen like, I mean, uh, you're not going to integrate fully. In order to do that, you would have to marry into a local family and spend uh, your entire time among native English speakers, right? Make friends and go out with them and so on and so forth. So that would be the full integration as a foreigner in in an English-speaking country, I know only too well that that is rarely the case, right? But still you have to make efforts, you have to find some friends, you have to form relationships, you have to go out there, meet people, right? And and speak with them and, and uh, that's what integration is all about but if you just stick to your own you're just forming these islands of your own country within that English-speaking country whether it's uh, Ireland, UK or America or Australia or whatever, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm totally against, right? I know that it's human nature. I know that it's going to happen no matter what I say now but I believe that any like really intelligent person should work against that human nature of theirs just to stick with your counterparts with your native counterparts, right? And you should actually do the utmost to improve the language, to go out there, to meet locals, to make friends. I know it's sometimes really like problematic because people have biases and they will judge you for your foreign origin and all that kind of thing and that's what I've been... Encountering myself, you know what I mean. I'm not alien to all these issues, but I, I'm not claiming to be some super integrated foreigner. You know, I I have a lot of issues, just like everyone. But the the point is, you have to make effort. You know, and uh, funnily enough, one of the biggest things is watching TV, right? As as you as you all know, guys, uh, these days everyone watches TV, right? The typical person would spend. Two to three, maybe even four or five hours a night watching the box, right? And these days you can watch, watch TV online and and movies and TV programs and so on and so forth. So, when it comes to watching TV, right? And I'm basically not going to be referring to like online streaming. Uh, uh, and I'm not, not going to differentiate between the two. I'll just say TV, but you'll you'll know that I, I mean just consuming this audiovisual media, be it YouTube or whatever, right? So watching TV, you have to make sure that you do it in English. If you live in an English speaking country, why on earth would you be watching your own like TV channels from your country? But believe it or not, but a lot of people do that. Matter of fact, like all my Latvian friends, well to be honest with you, I don't have a lot of like real friends. but. A lot of the Latvians that I know and that I'm in touch with, they all order Latvian TV channels online and they don't watch the local TV channels which is crazy if you think about it. They don't really know what's going on locally, right? They They live in this country but they know everything about Latvia. It's as if they live in Latvia just being physically away from it, you know what I mean? And I think it's a bad thing. I'm not saying that you should be totally ignoring your home country, obviously not. You're going to be maintaining a relationship with those who've uh, stayed there with your relations, with your parents, whatever, extended family members and you're going to be keeping uh, on top of the news maybe as well and that's what I do as well. Uh, every day I would check the Latvian news website to see what's going on in my country, right? But The fact of the matter is that if you live here, you have to live here fully and there's no better way of integrating than exposing yourself to to the TV channels in the local language and then watch English TV shows, programs, movies, all that kind of stuff and thus improve your English. Obviously, your ability to speak is not going to be directly influenced by the exposure. That's what I've been going on about on my blog for years now, right? You you can't be just watching TV and then expect yourself to improve in the spoken department, right? But it will help. It will help, right? If you isolate yourself in your native language bubble and live in it for 10 years in a foreign country, guess what, you're not going to integrate, you will barely be able to string a sentence together in English and that's not the right way to go, right? So I want you to click on this link which is all about uh, stopping watching TV in your language, right? And uh, matter of fact, there's another article that I published at this stage 5 years ago where you may want to click on this link and it's... uh, called Top 15 Invaluable Pieces of Advice for Foreigners Settling Down in an English Speaking Country. So there's a good few tips and tricks that I'm giving to you guys who are moving to an English speaking country, right? What to expect, what approach to adopt when living there and so on and so forth, right? And also I want you to click on this link and there's a video about what to do if you can't speak with natives in an English speaking country, right? Integrating yourself all nice and well, but sometimes you just find yourself in a situation where you're surrounded only with your native people. So what to do in that case, right? Just watch the video just like I said, but in a nutshell, the solution is ju- is to practice spoken English yourself. That's what I've been doing for years and uh, that's one of the biggest reasons why my English is so fluent. I'm not bragging, I'm not saying that I'm... Um, just like a native English speaker, but I consider that my fluency is decent enough and allows me to function in the local society properly. And that's what we all should be aiming for. I'm not saying that everyone is going to achieve the same level of fluency as I have achieved, right? But provided that you work hard enough. You will get there, you know. You will get a bit better job down the line. You will quite naturally make local friends and so on and so forth. So you're gonna make your life easier for yourself. You're gonna make a better impression of your like native background in eyes of the locals. They will they will see yourself as a really good person, as opposed to someone who just isolates themselves living in in the native language bubble and barely barely going out on the street and trying to integrate in the local society you know you just have to make that effort so that so that it would reflect well on your on your nationality on your home country right that's just the way it is you know you you can you can say all you want about like english native english speakers judging certain nationalities just because of their lifestyle, and just because they stick together, but but I can clearly understand where they're coming from. If I look back at my own country, right, there's there's certain issues surrounding the same kind of lifestyle that some ethnic minorities are 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 leading, leading lifestyle, doing lifestyle. See, I got a little bit mixed up. Anyway, the yeah, you get the drift, right? Certain ethnic minorities don't really integrate in the Latvian society. They speak their language mainly and Latvians don't really really like that. And I I, I can definitely tell you guys that you would be thinking the same of some ethnic group who moved over to your country and didn't want to integrate, didn't want to learn the local language. You would be against that. So try to put yourself in the native English speakers' shoes and see it from the other perspective, right? Try to see the bigger picture. It is bad if you just move to an English-speaking country and don't make any effort. So basically that's the moral of today's video. That's the message I wanted to get across to you guys. If you move over to an English-speaking country, live there and try and integrate, right? Try, Try and do your utmost to embrace the local culture. Learn the language, make friends. Obviously, I'm not saying that everyone will achieve full integration, but that's something that we should aim for instead of just sticking to your own and just keep talking about your native uh, place, your home country, which is, as a matter of fact, what a lot of Latvians do. They've come over, but they knock the local traditions, the local culture, everything that's got to do with Ireland. They're kind of against it. They're only here for the money, you know, and they keep talking about the day when they will return back home, I'm totally against that approach. If you will go back home at one stage down the line, so be it, right? Life goes on. You constantly plans change and that's just human, right? But while you're living here, you may as well just embrace it, embrace the fact, take full advantage of the fact that you're living in a different country, try to settle down, right? And who cares about what happens 10 years down the line? But don't be living here and just constantly going about the fact that like in 10 years' time you'll go back home and you don't care about what happens in this shithole. You know what I mean? That's that's very bad. I'm against it. That's my personal opinion. If some of you guys don't agree with me, well, guess what? Everyone is entitled to their own opinion for Zhang as it's the same as mine, right? Obviously that was just a joke but you get the drift, right? So. I guess that uh, this is uh, enough for today's video. I would imagine that it's gone uh, over 10 minutes at this stage. So if you have any questions, publish them in the comment section below and chat to you soon, my friends. Bye-bye!